Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group. And I am Brian Kochi, Marketing Director here at Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, and we're with EXP, of course. Um, so the goal of our show, guys, is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. And we like to do this in 30 minutes or less. There's a lot of podcasts out there you can listen to. Um, and a lot of these podcasts are like an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, five plus hours long if you listen to Joe Rogan. Um, we want to make this something you could listen to on your way to or from the office. Um, the way that we like to run this is rather than guessing at what it is that you want to hear about, we just listen to you. So when you join our group, The Whistle Way, or you go on our website, thewhistleway.com, you guys can ask us questions. And those are the questions we answer here on the show. Um, so if you do have a question you want to have us answer, just go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask questions, you can join the Facebook group where we share a lot of inside stuff. I'm on a, a video a day challenge right now, so I'm cranking out a shitload of videos in there. Um, you can find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, uh, which is a uh, deep dive into everything Brian and I have learned over six years together of creating videos. And you can subscribe to the podcast of the YouTube channel and join our referral network in there. That's it. That's it. It's only, only a few things. Yeah, I feel like we need to add more too. I feel like we're kind of light. Probably should go make sure everything works still. If it doesn't work, let me know. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't work, it's Brian's fault. That's true. Yeah. All right, Brian, what are we talking about today? So what we did is we had Tom look through all of the past. We have nearly 5,000 people in the Whistleway Facebook group. We had him go through and look at all of the past, um, what people wanted to learn. One of the thing that came up, things that came up constantly, um, and it actually makes a lot of sense to do now, is people wanted to kind of figure out how to plan for their year better, how to set realistic goals that are attainable um anywhere from full-on business planning to just even quarterly planning so um we just got back from an in-person event um a couple weeks ago that you did with dan beer doing a 2021 business plan it was 3,000 pages it took 48 years to no no it was a short two-page business plan um you condensed it to like six to eight hours you're going to be doing an online version two days before Christmas. So if you're hearing this early, uh, you guys can do that. It's free. Uh, but I thought we'd take that, the thing that takes us two days to build, that you guys condense to six hours, that you're going to condense to four hours. I thought you could just tell it all in this, uh, what is it, 26 more minutes? Yeah, so, that sounds awesome. Let's huh? go. It's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the system we use, um, we learned through EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. It's the system that we run our real estate business on. Um, it is not designed for real estate. It's not designed for any specific type of business. It's just designed to teach you how to run an actual business, which I feel like a lot of real estate coaches, they um, are not the strongest in this area. And so kind of we're left on our own to figure this stuff out. So this is what we have figured out. Um, we've been running EOS for, we're getting close to a year now. Um, and EOS is all about adding some structure into your business and taking the vision that is inside your head and getting it out to your team. I think one of the things as a team leader that I've always struggled with is always have this vision in my head of everything I want to have happen, but not everybody else knows it. It's uh, this like secret vision that's in my head and everybody's trying to do the best they can, but they don't really know what they're trying to do. Yep. So it can get very, very confusing. So um, we invested in this system. It is, uh, if you want to learn more about it, read the book Traction. Traction, T-R-A-C-T-I-O-N. Uh, we'll give you kind of the, the overall 
gist of what EOS is all about, but what it's all really culminates in is something called a VTO or a Vision Traction Organizer, which is a two-page business plan that really is the uh, the Bible of your business and yep. really helps you understand and your entire company understand the vision of the company moving forward, uh, where we're trying to get to and how we're going to get there. And so that is what the VTO is all about. Now, there's a lot more behind the scenes than what we're going to go over here. Um, obviously, in your four-hour webinar, you guys are going to go over more of it, but still there's more than it in it than that. Like you said, we've spent, I don't know, 50 hours together trying to figure this stuff out, and we're, we're about a quarter of the way there of, of getting it all done. But I kind of want to run through some of the main points of the, actually all the main points of the VTO, and kind of what they are, why it's important to people, and maybe a, a tip or two on how to, to create that. Again, this isn't going to be the full thing, but hopefully this can get kind of the, the wheels turning in your head. Uh, obviously, going through this whole thing and building it all out is ideal, but even if you guys can glean one or two things and going, I'm going to learn that, I'm going to take that, I'm going to implement that in my business, it will add probably the, the one or two pieces of structure that, that you may have in your business. There you go. Fair? Sure. Okay, so it starts off with core values. What are what are the core values? What's important about them? Yeah, the core values is making sure you actually have some values in your company. Um, and that this isn't something, I've done this before, where we like went through an exercise, put some stuff up on the wall, and then like that was it. And they were, it was all over. Like, all right, cool, we did core values, guys. It was like, we, it was a box we had to check off to like say we had a real business. But to have true core values is really understanding at the core what does what do you what is your company value and, and really what is the ideal member of your company look like um, and they go through some cool exercises to really nail down those core values but the core values that's got to be what do you hire to what do you fire to what do you train to what do you coach to um, everything is all about those core values and now that we've really put these into play in our business and are literally reinforcing them on like a daily basis. It's been really cool to see the, the team, the company all rally around this because we actually have some true values that actually mean something to us. Yeah. Um, and so it's I've never experienced core values at the level that we have them in place right now. And it's it's really fun. And everybody's always trying to, you know, do everything they can to um, embody those core values. In fact, we have core value awards at our uh, upcoming holiday party, whatever the hell our holiday party is going to be this year. Seriously. And COVID. that's one of the cool Stupid things COVID. you mentioned. Uh, you hire to, you fire to, you review around um, it's great to, to one of the, the phrases that we hear a lot in this um, business planning session is having the right people on the, on the right seats on the bus. So really making sure that once you guys decide these are our core values, these are what we stand for, it makes it a, a black and white decision of do we keep Bob or Sally that are doing a ton of production but are totally don't fit our core values We've always struggled with that in the past. I think this makes it much clearer of, no, what, that, that one apple can spoil the bunch. We need to make sure we're making decisions based on our core values, not based on our dollar amount. So cool. Um, we did a whole podcast on core values. We can go, uh, Tom, can you link that up in the, the something? He'll link it up. Um, next is yeah, the link core... it up in the something, Thomas. Mm -hmm. Cool. He knows what you're talking about. Just yell at me in the ether and I'll do it. Okay, good. Uh, so next we have, the next box is the core focus. And this is talking about your purpose and then your niche. Yeah, this is just the, the why do you do what you do statement. Um, so you got to nail down what's the purpose, cause, or passion behind why you do what you do, what gets you out of bed in the morning, gets you excited to do what you do, and then what do you actually do? 
and you only do what you do. You don't do anything outside of what you do. So you don't say that we sell um, one to four family homes in San Diego County, and then you start selling like, oh, I'm going to do business sales, and then I'm going to do land sales, and then I'm going to sell like tiny homes, and then I'm going to like do mortgages, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to do a window core, washing company. Yeah, you <laughs> got to have a core focus in your business, and you got to stick to that core focus. Where a lot of people get in trouble is they they try to do you know a hundred different things, and then they end up doing one one hundredth of a hundred different things, and they don't do one hundred percent of anything. So. Um, you got to have a core focus and you got to stick to that core focus and you got to not deviate from it because it is easy. There's a lot of distractions in our industry. Um, and staying focused is so important. One of my favorite phrases is don't half ass two things, whole ass one thing. Oh, she's going to use that. He's going to be like, I invented this. How happy he is. He's so um, happy right was a, now. It was a good one. He's happy. Um, next is our 10 year target. Some call this their BHAG. Yeah. Big, hairy, audacious goal. Yep. Um, so you got to have a long-term goal in your business, and everybody's got to have that same goal in mind. Now, it doesn't need to be exactly 10 years, no, but it should be something that is three to 10 years out um, from where you're at today. But you got to have a long-term goal. If you don't have a long-term goal, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? you got to be like striving towards something. Um, so having that 10-year target out there, it's just you got to get that out. Um, that's pretty simple. There's not a whole lot to it. Cool. It's pretty simple. Um, next is the marketing strategy. Yeah, the marketing strategy. So you're going to nail down. I'm going to look at the cheat sheet on here. Um, so you got to nail down who are the different target markets that we're going after. Um, we got to nail down what are the unique things that we do in our marketing that nobody else or very, very few other people do. What's the our proven process? How do we do what we do? And then what's the guarantee that we have in our business? Um, and guarantees are huge. We were actually coming up with a guarantee on our mastermind this morning talking about, we, we'll come up with a name for it, but the $100,000 guarantee to where if you join Whistle, we guarantee you'll make $100,000 in your first year. That sounds scary, right? That's pretty awesome. To guarantee awesome. that, right? Is I that, love that. Is that not intimidating? Like those of you guys that are team leaders, you're probably freaking out like, oh my God, what, but what if they don't do this? What if they don't do that? Um, have you ever looked at how a guaranteed sale program works? Like there's a lot of very specific things that have to happen for that guaranteed sale clause to kick in. Well, a guarantee, $100,000 guarantee, you put some things in place and well, it's you, gotta- you have to prospect whatever, an hour a day. You have to do an open house a week. You put all those things in place because I know how to help somebody make $100,000. The question is, will they do what it takes to make that 100000 So think about like what's a guarantee you could put in place. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, so then we take our 10-year picture and we break it down a little bit more into a, or sorry, 10-year target is their terminology. It's trademarked, so you better use the right phrase. Yeah, and then maybe we should rename it and so we can remove the trademark. Uh, we bring it down to a three-year picture. So this is something, rather than some uh, kind of pie-in-the-sky goal that is attainable, but it brings a little bit more visual. So talk about the three-year picture. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're going to lay out some of the, the measurables and Again, the EOS system is not real estate specific, but it gets pretty easy for us in real estate because we track a lot of this already. So you're gonna nail down what's the revenue goal um, in your three-year picture. So how much are you gonna bring in revenue in that year? How much of that's gonna be profit? And then what are a couple of the measurables? So the measurables in real estate tend to be like units and volume or average price tend to be a lot of the measurables. And then the most important part, this is a picture, the three-year picture. So we gotta lay out what does it actually look like 
when we hit that? What are we doing? Like, how big is the office? What does the office look like? How many people are there? Um, you know, what does a day look like? What is what does the environment look like? How many people are like? There's all these things you kind of go over. What does it actually look like? Um, but it's all it's called a three year picture because you have to create this vision of what this picture looks like. Yeah, and th this is where it gets a little bit more emotional. It's it's where you feel it rather yeah. than just yeah, I want to do a bunch of transactions. I don't know. I'm having an off day. So, um, do you need to get you some ice cream? There's like yeah. 800 cookies behind you. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll do some of that. Or I'm going to have a cookie in our break. Um, One-year plan. So one-year plan is now just taking that three-year and breaking that down into a single year. Um, so again, we go over the same thing, the revenue, the profit, the measurables. And then we're going to nail down the specific goals for the year, anywhere between three and seven goals. Um, I see people make mistakes a lot because they come up with like 100 different goals, 100 things that they have to have happen for the year. They lose focus. They do none of them, and, and it all falls apart, and they just throw this in the trash. So you got to come up with what are some of the specific goals that we're going to have to accomplish in order to achieve our goal over the next 12 months. Now, these next two parts I know are your favorite parts of the whole process. Um, talk about the rocks, the, the quarterly rocks. Yeah, I mean, if there was any one part of this entire – system that I would take is this, is quarterly rocks. Um, sometimes it's hard to even do something that lasts a year, especially as realtors, because a lot of us are very high Ds and we're pinballing all over the place and like squirrel, 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 and we forget where the hell we were. So short-term goals are really key. If you guys have never watched, it's called the Jar of Life. There's a YouTube video, I think it's a TEDx talk from some professor. Check out the Jar of Life on YouTube. And the premise of it is this guy has a mayonnaise jar, and he has a thing of rocks and he puts all the rocks in until it gets to the top. And then he puts the lid on and he asks the class like, Hey class, is the jar full? Class says, yep. He says, nope, it's not full. And then he grabs a jar of pebbles and pours that in. And the pebbles start to fill all the available space around the rocks. And then he asks class, is the jar full? They say, yep. He says, nope, it's not full yet. And then he grabs another jar of sand and he pours all the sand in and, um, that fills in the space in between all the pebbles. And he asks the class again, is the jar full? And the class says, yep. And he says, no, not yet. And then he pulls out a, a jar of water and pours the water in and fills in all the available space that's left. And he puts the lid on and says, all right, class, is the jar full? And they say, nope. He says, ah, just kidding. It's full finally. Um, but the premise of this whole thing is the fact that the rocks have to go in first. If you were to do it any other way, you wouldn't fit everything in there. You always have to start with the rocks. Um, so the rocks are the most important things that you have to accomplish in the next quarter if you're going to ultimately get yourself on track to hit your one-year plan. Um, and the rocks are the specific things. These one, two, three things. If you have a bigger company, you could have up to seven of these. But these are the things you have to have happen in the next quarter to accomplish your goal. Um, and those rocks are going to have the overall rock. So it could be, let's say you want to implement follow-up boss. That's going to be your CRM. That was a rock for us. Um, and then you got to put all the milestones that have to happen, or we refer to those as pebbles. What are all those pebbles that have to happen along the way in order for you to accomplish that rock over the next quarter? And then you have to have um, smart goals on those. They got to be very specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be all the other acronyms attainable, of smart, attainable, realistic, realistic timely. Timely. There you go. Um, so you got to have smart goals attached to all of that. So it's like, all right, by. Uh, January 7th, we're going to have this piece of it done. By January 14th, we got to have this done. So you got to be real specific. Um, and then you just break those rocks down into little pebbles and everything is fantastic. 
And if you can just hit your rocks, I can really get you on the right track. Um, some of those rocks will be individual rocks, which means it's you and you only accomplishing them. And then some of those might be departmental, which is everybody in your department, or company rocks, which is everybody in the company, uh, or multiple people within have uh, a milestone that has to be hit along the way. And one of the things that I really like about these rocks is when you build them out, it, this whole plan builds on itself, right? We started with 10 years, then we went to three years, and we went to one year, then we went to quarterly. If you do your quarterly rocks, everything is to to accomplish your 10-year goal, 10-year... Uh, Pick target. Target, eventually. Um, and so those rocks are supposed to be... Are, are directly tied to your, your one-year plan. And if your one-year plan is to sell 400 units, and you go, okay, my rock is to, you know build a house for myself that's completely off track i guess unless you use yourself as the agent and that's one uh that's one house or one transaction yeah. but it's all geared towards uh that one one direction yep um lastly let's talk about issues list yeah so issues are essentially the issues you're facing in your business we look at these on a weekly basis so you know we started at 10 years out when it's a three years to one year to quarters to weeks now um, so issues are the things you're taking on every single week. Um, issues aren't always fun. They can be a little bit tough sometimes. But what these having this issues list does is it forces us every week to really sit down and look at the issues in our business. Um, and they use a three-part process on these, which is called IDS, Identify, Discuss, and Solve. So everybody in the company brings up issues throughout the week. And then when we sit down for our weekly level 10 meeting, um, which is a whole other topic, um, but you can Google EOS level 10 meeting if you want to learn how the meeting runs. Um, then all the issues, we sit down, we prioritize most important down to least important, and we start just tackling them one by one. And we have to identify the issue first. So sometimes the issue might be that, like, Bob's not making enough money and he's complaining. Okay, well, what is the actual issue there, right? Is it that our comp plan is screwed up? Is it that Bob's not working enough? Is it that our lead sources aren't, you know, clicking? Like, what is it? We really got to identify what is the real issue there. Um, once we can identify what the real issue is, then we discuss potential solutions and the issue. And then ultimately we solve it um, and come up with some sort of solution moving forward that we can implement to um, have that issue solved and cross it off the list. And we try to get through we do there's a 90 minute meeting for level 10 and about 60 of the 90 minutes is specifically spent on this so if they want so I th that's our two page that's the VTO. business plan um if you want more information like kyle said you can read the book traction i think that's a great start um you can reach out to people from the eos organization um yeah, that's what we websites did. like eosworldwide.com mm -hmm. Uh, that's what we did. We we hired an implementer. We pay him every time he comes out each quarter. Um, or another way to get started is, Kyle, talk about your event that you're doing, your free webinar in a week or two. Yeah, depending yeah on so we're, <laughs> depending if you're listening to this live in our yep. Facebook group, <laughs> uh, you can go again, go to thewhistleway.com to join that Facebook group. Um, so the event is going to be Wednesday, the 23rd. We're starting at 9.30 a.m. and going for four hours that specific time. 9.30 a.m., four hours. Um, and we're going deep into each one of these sessions uh, or sections that we just discussed. So we're going to go four hours. We're going to condense. Again, I paid 15 grand to put this business plan into place. Um, and climbing. And climbing, <laughs> yeah. We're going to spend another 10 grand this week um, for two more days of session. 
So we're basically taking everything that we've learned, sharing it with you so that you can put this little plan into place. It's really, really helped us out. We're going to have our best year ever by, I think we did 190 million last year. We're going to do 260 plus million this year. It's so like a 50% jump um, and <laughs> having this plan in place. And this technically was our rebuilding year. So uh, sky's the limit next year. So having a plan and really the biggest part of this whole thing has been taking this vision that's in my crazy head, even though there's a hole in my head now, um, taking this vision. Maybe it's easier to see now. Yeah, you can see <laughs> into my head. If you guys don't know, I cracked my head open, had to get staples in my head this weekend. Um, and taking that vision, getting it all out on the table, getting everybody, you know, rowing in the same direction. Because when you actually have, you know, everybody, you see like a crew team, how fast they can get those little boats going when you have, you know, a whole group of people all rowing, you know, in the same direction, in the same rhythm, those boats are lightning quick. Then you also see when you get two people on a kayak and they're rowing out of rhythm and they row in freaking circles. So <laughs> um, it really can make a huge difference when you get a lot of people rowing in the same direction. And that's what EOS and the Vision Traction Organizer does for you. Cool. Yeah, we should send them this. They'll love it. They, they might sue us because we're we're not making any money off of them. So it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I we're think we're getting, promoting them, right? Yeah, we should get a referral fee. Yeah, for anyone that signs royalties. Up. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that's what we got for you guys today. Um, so hopefully you got some value out of it. The last thing we want to do before we wrap is something that we like to call the whistle widget of the week. This is something we're utilizing in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. So usually Brian shares some really weird shit. What do you got today, Brian? The the this one's actually really good if you're a super camera nerd like me and Tom and Chad. Um, so we use a plugin for Adobe Premiere. Uh, if you don't know what that is, just wait until Kyle's uh, widget because he'll explain what his thing is and that'll make sense for you. Uh, but it's a plugin for Adobe Premiere, um, and what this allows us to, to do is to see our text and our transitions and apply them much more easily than we normally could. Um, where before we had a, a section on the side of Premiere, which is okay, um, that we could add in graphics and stuff. It was kind of clunky. It was hard to see what it was. Um, this is by a company. It's called Mr. Horse. Um, and they have a, some plugins. We use the text plugin and the transition plugin. And it makes our lives so much easier when putting text in and putting in transitions. They look good. They're clean. They're quick. Uh, yeah. And they're fairly inexpensive. I think we just did an, another Black Friday special for uh, Chad, and we spent 100 bucks on transitions and text. So Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this in front of you. And if you're just listening to the podcast, um, keep in mind you can always check out our YouTube channel if you want to get some visuals of things that we're sharing, um, thewhistleway.com, and you can subscribe on there. Um, so what I've got is I, I'm a Mac guy, and we're running um, on a MacBook Pro. And depending on the age of your MacBook and the age of your iPad, um, some you can either, if you have a newer MacBook and a newer iPad, you can wirelessly just have a second screen in an iPad and um, using something called Sidecar. Or if you have an older iPad or older MacBook, you hook up a cable and run a program called Duet. And what it allows you to do is just hook up a second screen right next to your iPad or next to your uh, laptop monitor. So effectively you're running two screens on a laptop, which is really cool. Um, so the way that I like to run it is I have my little iPad over here on the side and I'll have my messaging systems on there. So we run workplace and, um, then I have my messages app on there for text. So I have that on my iPad and then I can be actually, you know, doing work and operating on my primary screen. 
So it effectively turns your laptop into dual screens or triple because um, you could hook up a second monitor on the other side and be running three screens on a laptop. How many, how many iPads can you uh, connect? I don't know. I want to see you with like circle iPads. I, I don't know how many. <laughs> I've just been running two. But you know, the other thing I've, I found this to be useful for is when we're doing office meetings right now. And it's really nice to be able to see people's faces when you're doing a Zoom. So you might have your screen that you're sharing on the main um, and then on your secondary screen, then you have Zoom and you have the faces all popped up on there because it is nice to see faces and interact with people. So I've been using it a lot for that too. Um, and then if you want the little holder that I have that connects these two, I guess I'm giving them two in one. It's bonus. I, I thought you don't want to save that for next week? No, because it's all tied together. So it's a company called Ten One Design um, and 10 is spelled out, T-E-N, and the number one design. Um, and it's just a little clip that I... Um, attach on the side that connects the iPad and the monitor together so that I'm running the dual screens. So this has been huge because um, when I work at our other office, I don't have a station and stuff set up there, but I can just pop in and be up and running with two screens and really not lose a lot of productivity because I'm so used to having a giant screen to work from. So um, Duet, if you have an older MacBook or older iPad, and it costs like 10 bucks, and then Sidecar... <laughs> If you have a newer MacBook and or newer iPad, then you can run Sidecar and it costs nothing because it's built in. And then 10.1 Design is the little clip that I have that connects the two together. You know what? You should go ahead and save yourself the $10 fee for the Duet and, and just get a new MacBook. Yeah. I mean, that, I was that's thinking the, same thing. the most economical way that I can think yeah, of because I don't want to spend another $10. I was totally thinking the same thing. <laughs> so cool. cool. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of this. Again, if you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. Join our Facebook group, subscribe to our YouTube channel, podcast, uh, join our referral network, and find out about upcoming events. If you guys enjoyed the show today got some value out of the show if you're watching on youtube make sure to give us a thumbs up hit that uh, subscribe button and click the little bell to get notified and if you're listening on a, a podcast platform if you can hook us up with a review on there we would really appreciate it so more people can learn about the whistle way podcast thanks so much for joining us see you guys next week